Hey there, goal setting and getting mama in midlife. I'm so glad you are here and that you're ready to craft and create some new goals right here in this community of mamas and mimis in midlife called to fulfill our God-given purpose in this beautiful world. Hi, I'm Monica Ludicky, the voice behind the Goal Crafter podcast, founder of Shared Goals Consulting, former six-figure executive in the wellness world, wife, mom, mimi, most importantly, a lover of Jesus. I built this space for you. I come to you eager to help you, serve you, lift you up on your goal setting and getting journey. Now, let's settle in and jump into this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome to this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. How are you progressing with your goals this week? Are you stuck or are you gaining some momentum? You know, the last 90 days of the year, yikes, are rapidly approaching. And that means it's time to take inventory of the goals you set for yourself pre-corona, all the way back on January 1. Check yourself, mama. The hustle and the bustle of the fall and the winter season may look different this year, what with these lockdowns and social distancing and other mandates, but that doesn't mean it will lessen the extra, extra that comes around every year in the last three months. For myself, we have four, yes, four family birthdays between Thanksgiving and the week before Christmas, and For me, these require full, joyful preparations on top of the other celebrations. So it can get a little bit hectic. We are going to talk about that hecticness. I think I might have just made up a word. We're going to talk about that in a moment. But first, let me take this time to read a very lovely review. Boy Mom for Life X3 says, I'm loving this podcast. Such inspirational and encouraging words as you follow along the program. Particularly loved the phrase, you can't manage what you can't measure. This will be useful in both my personal and professional life. Layering on your love of Jesus and Bible verses is an added bonus. Love it. Thank you for sharing your secret with us. Well, thank you. And that, my friends, is why I'm here to bring you a bit of love, a bit of inspiration, and a little truth about goals and about Jesus, who, by the way, is here right now, ready to fight for us in love if we will only just invite him into our hearts and give him a seat at the table. So if you haven't done that, now is a good time, which brings me to Martha and Mary, as they show up in Luke chapter 10, verses 38-42. And I think I'm going to take just a moment to find those and read those to you. Here you go. Now, as they were traveling along, he entered a village, he being Jesus, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister called Mary, who was seated at the Lord's feet listening to his word. But Martha was distracted with all her preparations, and she came up to him and said, Lord, 
Do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the serving alone? Then tell her to help me. But the Lord answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered about so many things, but only one thing is necessary. For Mary has chosen the good part, which shall not be taken away from her. I chatted about this with someone near and dear to me recently, and I broke it down, not having the Bible at hand to actually quote scripture, and just kind of told the story as I remembered it from how it was taught to me at my church. So at some point in Jesus's ministry, after a day of teaching and preaching, Martha had the opportunity to invite him into her home for rest and a meal. And it later states in this book of the Bible that Jesus loved them, them being Martha, Mary, and their brother Lazarus. So we can imagine that Martha considered Jesus a a family friend and felt pretty comfortable around him. Also, it occurs to me she probably didn't fully comprehend who Jesus was at that time. Anywho, Jesus goes on in, he sits down, and he begins to visit with others in Martha's home. Meanwhile, Martha, the hostess, Miss Hospitality, gets busy cooking and cleaning and prepping to serve a meal for her friends and family. She's busy, busy, busy. As she goes about her work, we can imagine her getting more and more and more stirred up as she dutifully works to handle everything that needs to be done while her sister Mary is enjoying herself at Jesus's feet, hanging on every word that comes out of his mouth. Now, Mary knows there's work to be done and knows Martha is hard at it. She probably thought to herself that she should help her out. But I mean, Jesus was sitting in her sister's house, the Jesus, and she had the chance to get close to him and learn from him and probably converse with him. So to her, I'm sure the choice was obvious. She may even have uh, offered or reached out to Martha to stop what she was doing and, you know, leave that alone for a while and just come and be with them and join in the fellowship that was occurring. But Martha, being the hostess, had all these things that needed to happen in order to take care of the people in her house. So you can imagine that she was stewing and finally she's had enough. And she says to Jesus, can't you see how busy I am here? Don't you care that I'm here working my fingers to the bone while Mary, my sister, isn't helping out at all? Come on, Jesus, help me out here. And then Jesus, of course, speaking truth in love, counters back to Martha. Hey, chill. I'm not always going to be with you. It's good that Mary is taking advantage of this time with me. You should too. Oh my. We are not left to hear how the story ended once Jesus spoke. I mean, we don't know if Martha put down her apron and put down her utensils and went and joined them or if she continued to fume and just kept carrying on and doing what needed to be done and honestly I have to say I identify a lot with Martha I always think if I don't do it who will if I spend this time at church then will x y or z get done or recently even during my sweet tanner time 
as I sat for hour upon hour just basking in his new baby essence, I had to quiet that voice inside my head that said, Monica, you should put him down and go clean this room or help make dinner or get the laundry started. It never left me. You know, that's what Martha would do. She would multitask. She would stay busy. She might miss out on the best pursuing what she thought was the thing that needed to be done. But Mary, Mary would have relished the time in spite of all that remained to be done. She would have rocked that baby a little longer, gazed on in wonder, listened a little bit deeper to the conversations around her. Mary is someone who put a high value on connection. And Jesus made a point to honor Mary's choice to relax with him over working with Martha. He knew his time was short. You see, later in this book, we find that Lazarus gets super sick. And you'll remember that in the Bible, things really got ratcheted up once he died and Jesus raised him from the dead. That miracle was one that just could not be ignored. And the powers that be went all in on their plot to get rid of him. And Jesus knew, he knew that his time on earth was short. And so I think he knew at some point very soon during their grief and their shock at his death, they would either be grateful that they had made the most of their time with him or they would grieve and agonize over having misspent their time with things that seemed important at the time, but in reality were not. So the question is, who do you show up as? Are you predominantly Martha, busy, busy, busy all the time? Or are you Mary? Or are you a combination of the two? Someone who likes to stay busy, but who recognizes that there are things that are more important than being busy. In this hectic world, we all will be tempted to opt for busy. Busy, though, is often just a distraction. Don't stay so busy that you miss out on the merry moments. Merry moments like worshiping the Creator, noticing the sweetness in your life from wherever it comes from. The smile of your kids or your grandkids, the time visiting with friends or family, the feel of the wind on your face as you swing or you ride the merry-go-round or you pedal that bicycle. You know what? I think you should look back right now on the way you've spent your last few days. What do you think? Do they reflect Martha or Mary? I don't ask you to do that from a place of judgment. I'm simply asking that you use a framework this framework from Luke chapter 10 to assess your days and your weeks and your months and your years. Maybe it will serve you in some way to enjoy God's grace as you make choices that defy the world's temptation to be in perpetual motion and instead choose to enjoy a merry moment. Mary as an M-A-R-Y moment. You may also wonder how This fits into the framework of accomplishing your goals. I mean, after all, on the one hand, I'm always encouraging you to be like the ant and be diligent. On the other hand, it seems as though I'm saying, stop, slow down. Well, I kind of am. But I will say that if you have written goals that you have sought the blessing of the Lord over, then you know 
what targets you are aiming for and you know what actions need to be taken. And I think there's a lot of difference between taking necessary action to get a result versus just being busy. Yes. So again, we have a choice, Martha over Mary or Mary over Martha. We can choose every day to invest time in the people and the situations that matter the most and will leave us feeling satisfied and content and fulfilled over feeling overwhelmed and harried and overly strung out on things that in the end may or may not matter. Just something to think about. As always, let me end today's podcast with a little prayer for you, if I could. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to think about your word and all that is contained therein in context of our lives. We thank you for the example, we ladies who are listening. We thank you for the example of Martha and Mary. We value the gifts that Martha had, which was hospitality and a genuine desire to serve. And we also value what Mary brought to the table, which was that genuine desire to connect on a deep, deep level with people. And we ask that you would continue to build up in us those qualities in such a way that it would serve our lives and make them richer, not just for us, but for all with whom we come into contact. And as always, I pray that you will increase the faith and the desire to know your word in all who are listening today. Bless them, keep them close to you, Lord, and thank you. Thank you for each one of them. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, that's it for today, ladies. Whether you're going to be a Martha or a Mary or some combination of both, whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord. Now go out and get your goals. Did you enjoy this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast? Or do you know a midlife mama who needs a boost on her goal setting and getting journey? Well, take a screenshot today and share this with her and with your community. And don't forget, I really appreciate it when you take time to give me a review. Want even more? You can find me at sharedgoalsconsulting.com where I frequently add free resources to serve my fellow goal setters and even post up a few of my favorite photos of my munchkins. That's it for today, mamas and mimis. Be blessed.